Hi, it's David with the Ruth and David Group at Remax Select Realty up on Main Street. Uh, in my studio today, aka my dining room, I've got Michael Fortin with me. Uh, Michael is uh, a mortgage broker with Mortgage Alliance. He's one of the top mortgage brokers in Canada. And I thought today we'd just talk a little bit about mortgages. And I guess maybe the first question I'm going to ask Michael is, Michael, why should I go to a mortgage broker rather than go to my own bank in terms of getting a mortgage? I would say the primary reason is specialization. You're going to deal with an individual that their whole life is mortgages. That's what they do day in and day out. Uh, some bankers in that tip, you know, will do GICs, RSPs, that sort of thing. Second would be options. As a broker, we deal with multiple institutions, and that provides us a, a lot more products and lending guidelines that we can work with. Yeah, so you just have way, way more access to a lot of different products than maybe one single lending institution would. Exactly, and we're paid by the institution, not the client, so it's kind of like getting free professional advice. Well, the thing I've always liked about uh, with Michael is his accessibility and his flexibility with working. Uh, you know, I've talked to Mike. I know that if I phone him at 7.30 in the morning, if I have a question, he's going to answer it. And I know if I'm in the weeds during a deal at 9 o'clock at night and I need a financing question answered, I can phone Michael. And he, if he's available, he's going to pick up my phone and answer my call and help me out. And, and I've, in fact, I phoned Michael and he's, and on his holidays when he's been laying on the beach in Australia and he's taken, me, taken my call and helped us with the financing issue. So that really, to me, as a consumer, forget that I'm a realtor, but as a consumer, is very, uh, has a lot of value to me. Now, I know, Michael, there's lots of different types of mortgages out out there, but I'm just, I think what I'm going to ask is, everybody knows there's one, two, three, four, five-year terms or 10-year terms, uh, and there's the variable rate. Just explain to the people out there what the difference really between a five-year fixed rate and what a variable rate is. Okay. Both of those will have a contract, so your term, the five-year, obviously a contract length is five years, and most variables actually are a five-year term as well. The five-year fixed rate the rate will be static for the entire five years. You know what you're going to pay, what your payment's going to be for the entire five years. The variable rate will go up and down with that lender's prime rate. And then the, uh, so then how, what dictates what the five-year rate is? Five-year rates are essentially based on bond yields. So And explain what a bond yield is. It's the rate that if you're... Um, investors require in order to invest in something. So you'll issue a bond and then that market will... So if, if investors want a higher yield on their investments, then you'll see the bond yields will go up. Right, and then you'll see our five-year terms going up because we're paying, we're playing off the bond market. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, I mean, I know that... Um, Jeez, I saw, I don't know if it was something that you sent me or something that somebody was telling me, but they told me that they saw a five-year rate at under 2.8%, 2.7%, I think. So it's cheap to me compared to what the rates I've seen over the last, you know, oh, yeah. don't want to say how many years. But so are most, I would think it's probably more advantageous for people coming in as a first-time buyer to take a five-year rate at the at that low interest rate it was, so they can budget for the next five years. Yeah, that would be uh, most common yeah. for, for some home buyers, a five-year fixed rate. If there's some special circumstances where they might 
knowingly be out of the property yeah. before the five years up. In that case, we'd, we'd want to strategize and try to... Yeah, some kind of an exit strategy. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, now, our gov- provincial government here, they've introduced a new lending program. For our clients that have talked about it, and I think for us, it's, I mean, it's not confusing, but it doesn't seem to be um, explained very well. Maybe you can just give a very quick explanation to anybody who's thinking about investigating into this program. Sure. Yeah, and they can always call me as well. Yeah. In, in a nutshell, it's a loan from the provincial government that will match your down payment up to 5%. So if you've got 3% saved, the provincial government will loan you Three percent. Yeah, so they're going to. Yeah, payment. they're matching you three percent. Yeah. So it's a loan. So it doesn't increase how much you can afford to buy, and you do have to pay it back over time. So the benefits, if you've got five, ten percent enough to get in the in the market, might be marginal. Yeah. Um, but definitely, if you've only got the three percent or so, and you need to borrow two percent just to borrow. Yeah, it's a benefit there. You're in the market. Yeah, and are you are you seeing people take advantage of it, or do you think it's still too new and too? There's, I was on a seminar last week, and there's definitely people using it. Um, personally, I haven't had anyone that saw a big advantage of it yet. Yeah, I know that we've had one client uh, kind of investigated, and the savings weren't, weren't a deal breaker, that's for sure, right? I mean, they never, that wasn't as great as what he had anticipated, I guess. Yeah, one individual I had was very interested in it, and it worked out. It was about a savings of four thousand dollars. On on how much? I mean, the four thousand is still a lot of money, but over how much of a down payment? Uh, they were looking at, I believe it was uh, five. They had five percent, and they were going to get the other five percent from the provincial government. Yeah, so, so it was twenty. $25,000. Yeah, but they didn't see the value in doing that. I know they never pursued it. They bought... Uh, That's correct. Yeah, they didn't pursue it. Yeah. Um, where, do you think the, where do you think the rates are going? Any idea? Long term, my perspective is flat. Yeah. Low to flat. Uh, short term, I think we're in a bit of an adjustment period now, but I think we might end up in the spring kind of... And, as a, and as a mortgage broker... Maybe you can answer this for me. Why are the interest rates on my card still so high? That I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, isn't there anybody that you could talk to these banks and ask them if the rates are so low? How come our how come our borrowing rates for our charge cards aren't uh, aren't coming down? Just kidding, everybody. It's not Michael's thing. <laughs> Definitely um, not my department. And the other thing I was going to say to you: Are you seeing lots of bank of mom and dad? Definitely. Vancouver is a market that it's always been, uh, yeah. you know, mom and dad have done well, made a lot of money on capital gains and that, and a lot of them use that to help their kids. Yeah, I, I mean, we see it all the time too, right? But it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting uh, interesting part of the market for sure. Uh, anything else? Any advice? Buy a house. <laughs> you can't go wrong. No, seriously, in the long run, I've, uh, I think ownership is, uh, there's... I mean, I can show you the numbers, but there's no doubt in my mind that uh, owning a home in the long term is, is definitely beneficial. Yeah, you know what I think is, I don't know around the world, but it's such a Canadian thing that, you know, I, you always grow up thinking you're going to own own your own home. I just think for a lot of people now, what that home is is different than maybe what they thought. I think personally, I'm going to see, we're going to see a lot of people staying in apartments. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, there's lots of parts, like, go to Paris, go to places, that's oh, the norm. So. We were talking about that earlier. I mean, some people, the only time they uh, they go to a house is when they visit somebody out in the country, right? So, yeah. yeah. There's two things you need in life, for sure. you got to eat, and you got to have a roof over oh, your head. Yeah, the two staples of survival. Well, listen, that's our podcast for today. I want to thank Michael Fortin. Uh, Michael can be reached at 604-618-0777. and uh, I can be reached directly at 778-999-2383. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you.